When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back. We have a rule for this morning. Hmm. Um, I got to do it in code. Don't. Nobody on the show today is allowed to say the word football fay. I could not agree more. Oh. I love this rule 24 7. Oh. So you don't want to talk about sports at all? I ever. I don't even know they're still playing sports. I, I actually we, everything was canceled. I am all of a sudden have to pretend to be interested in sports since Taylor Swift could be dated Travis Kelsey. So I guess I'll learn sports. So that's what it's all about for yeah. you is following her lead. Is that yeah. the ticket? So I guess she's our she's mother. Wait, so if she likes sports, I like sports. Does that not feel like her whole like that's a weird relationship, right? Or is it just me? Feels weird. It also has like soccer mom vibes, which is like definitely yeah. what she puts out in the world, which I like. So, I guess we like sports now. Go Chiefs! You're probably plural. taking my spot because I've had enough. All right, got it. I will tell you that. <laughs> Switch it on and off. It's really nice to not be in the know. So have fun. I mean, I'm very glad that I didn't pick up on the Vikings when I was nine. It wasn't until I was about fifteen when my brother Terry came back home. So at least I got I missed nine years of misery, or like not nine years, but I guess six years of misery. Yeah, nope. I've been. My uncle got me addicted very young, and it's been a rough, it's been a rough few weeks here. It's just, what the hell? AJ, did you watch the games at all? Unfortunately, I did. Me too. So what's a what a great waste of six hours, seven hours, whatever it was. But I'll I'll tell you what the silver lining is, Tom. Okay, good. The, the Vikings, they might be bad. They're 0 and 3. <laughs> they terrible. might be bad. They might be bad. But, right. but and here's the but. But they're not Bears bad because we got shown that the Bears are bring your new famous girlfriend to the game because it's guaranteed to be a blowout win bad. That's how bad the Bears are. Yeah. Is that who the my Chiefs were playing? <laughs> your yes. Chiefs. Oh, now it's your Chiefs. Is that who my Chiefs were playing? Just checking. Brittany, let me tell you something that's funny too. I've been watching this Travis Kelsey guy for mm-hmm. years now. For years. Yeah, I'm a big fan. He was the most timid I've ever seen him yesterday. Because he had his girlfriend there. For years, I've watched this guy pick up first downs and be an absolute goon. Just like, I mean, a prick. Getting yeah. in the face of the opposition, but then it was just like, okay, first down, let's go, team. Tee Like, you know. He did like, he, I heard just, he's like a big time like dancer when he gets oh, things yeah. and stuff. And he was like real reeling it in for his girly yeah. friend. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I love I'm this a, show. We go from talking about football to talking about Taylor Swift's buddy who can well, dance. Well, no, because that's the what whole. What? Tell me that ESPN put that out constantly. The outside. Who cares? I, was, I jumped at my computer to like. I was like, uh, at the end of the day, I was like, look, let's just, let's see what's on TikTok. ESPN's like, have you heard of Taylor Swift? Can we use this as currency? I had uh, my algorithm was all messed up because NFL and ESPN were like, we like Taylor Swift too. Like, okay. I mean, she's a wonderful talent though. One thing I would say, what's his name? Kelsey Grammer. What's his yep. name? Uh, yeah. Travis, Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey Travis Grammer. Kelsey. That's what Kelsey it is. <laughs> Whatever the hell his name is, I, don't, I never even Toss heard of him. salad and scrambled eggs. I again, I have to remind very quickly, just to set the world straight. I was a huge Viking fan from the time I was fifteen. Until a few years ago, and then I'm finally like, oh, I guess I'll watch him. And maybe after yesterday, I might not even ever watch him again. That team is horrendous. Yeah, it's like everything that went our way last year to win a bunch of close games yeah. is going against us now yep. this year, and it just feels like it's payback for what happened last year. Well, the season's over. 0-3, you're done. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. Done. Season, season's we're Now it should be tanked. To get a quarterback, trade Kirk Cousins. Well, he's done after this year anyway, isn't he? Yeah, I doubt he'll. I I don't even know if we will necessarily want him back because we didn't extend him before the season. Right. Right. I mean, the guy's got a lot of talent, but he just can't perform for some damn reason. I don't know why. He's not the type of quarterback that elevates the team. He needs. Right. right, If if it's a good situation around him, he'll be fantastic. But the problem is, he's not going to. He's not a a franchise changing guy. He's a, a top. I would say 10 guy in his position in the world. Probably. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. you probably need to be like top seven to be in that like game-changing category. Yeah, you yeah. might be right. I told you I ran into him when we were on vacation in Florida last year. I didn't talk to him. He's sitting at the next table at a restaurant. That boy needs to put on some muscle. He's got yeah. no muscle. He's like rail thin. No, he's not big by any stretch no. of the imagination. You probably walk by him on the street and not even realize like you're no. a professional athlete. I mean, the guy's got tons of talent. I will not take that away from him. He, he does some amazing things, but the, it just doesn't work, and it never has worked for him. No. And like AJ said, he's not like the elite quarterbacks, like the Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, they're going to take – you can take scrubs and make, right. elevate their game. He, that's not his – he no. takes what is in front of him and does well with it, but not good enough to get us to where we want to be. Yeah, you look at the three big dame. Well, there was more than that because Brett Favre was here for a while. I don't know if he was stealing money from people here too, but <laughs> you know. sending groin pics, right. yeah. <laughs> just groin pictures. He's got mm. that going. But I mean, you look at it, you had Fran Tarkenton, you had Tommy Kramer, you had uh, you know all these different. We've had talented quarterbacks. Mm. We just cannot close the door, and I don't know why that is. For sixty years, sixty what is it? Three years now. Yep, the sixty-one, right? 63 years, you have failed miserably. Yeah. Getting to the Super Bowl is great, but that's not winning the Super Bowl. No. You have failed for 63 years. That's impossible. Yeah. And well, even beyond just quarterback, obviously, we had Fran Tarkenton, who was one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And we've had Adrian Peterson, who was one of the greatest (laughs) running backs of all time. Randy Moss, who was a great wide, one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. We've had the Purple People Eaters on defense, which was one of the greatest defenses of all time, and no championships to show for any of these great players that we've had. Come it's through. just unbelievable. Is it a coaching problem? I don't know what it is. It like, might have been yesterday because no yeah, reason to right. not clock the or spike the ball with thirty seconds left. You pick up, you convert on fourth down, and then I was I was going insane on my television. You yeah. convert on fourth down. <laughs> it's now first and goal. You have no timeouts. It's it's first and goal. Yeah. 
why are we, it's like a leisurely Sunday stroll up to this line of scrimmage, guys. Let's have a little bit of urgency. Uh, right. I would agree. It doesn't make any sense. Spike the ball, but no. Instead of taking our time, catching our breath, and drawing up a play, what are we going to do? We're going to force a tight coverage ball to TJ Hawkinson, who already fumbled earlier in the game. Oh, yeah. And then we play Plinko, and yep. then, you know, game over. So now 0-3. Now you can't be 500 until week six at the earliest. Which is not going to happen because we play the Chiefs in two weeks. We play, no. I think we've got like the Bengals. Like it was, our schedule is not getting oh, any easier. Yeah. And did you hear the excuse that Kirk gave for not spiking the ball at the end of the game? No, what is it? So apparently he said, like, yes, he has the authority to you know, overrule Kevin O'Connell and spike the ball. But he was like, well, last year when he did a quarterback sneak against Buffalo and didn't get in on fourth down, he was like, I'm just going to go with the coach's decision essentially like oh. tried to pass all the blame and say i tried to do my own thing last year and it didn't work and so yeah it's not uh not oh. looking good over there no the old, uh, you're a 35 year old man take yeah. a little control over your right. life and yeah. the my highest God. you're the highest paid person in the franchise like yeah they're not going to cut you because you spiked the ball like you made no. the wrong fundamental football play what does he make Oof! I'll look uh, it up but it's like a lot 35 million a year something like that to do probably. what he's never won it's not as easy as it looks, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's probably true. That's yeah, that's probably true, yeah. man. It's uh, well, he's looking at it up. I got to show you something. I didn't realize that uh, I needed uh, to become a demolition expert. I have a bag of blue uh, almond uh, almonds that I was going to have a little little handful of almonds, hundred calories, all the rest of it. I'm going to need like what? a machine gun to get it. You can't get it open for Christ's sake. Yeah, that. Oh, there. Yeah, that's probably a good way to. go. Look at that. That's, why is, I mean, why did it have to be that hard? It didn't. Now I gotta get, well, it did, too. I'm saying, like, it shouldn't have been. I was trying to agree with you, but I sounded like I was giving but you But you blew it. Yep. But, you you blew it! I think the pronunciation of that is, thank you. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, no, I think the pronunciation of that is, why don't you kiss my sister's black cat's ass? <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> It's one of the you greatest lines in oh, it's one of the greatest lines in movie history. <laughs> Bo Hopkins. I was so confused we as to where at the you were going with that. Oh, the other day, and now it makes sense. Kiss my sister's black cat's ass. Yeah, that's exactly. Bo Hopkins said it to a bunch of thugs, and guess what happened to him after he got done saying that? I'm assuming he wasn't uh, upright for too that long. Would after be that. correct. Rough. He would have been shot to death about one second later. Rough. <laughs> I loved Bo Hopkins. He was a good actor. In any case, so, yeah, we'll be talking about the Vikings. We'll be talking about your Minnesota Gophers sucked even worse than the Vikings did. They, that guy, wait, they just signed him for $42 million? Yeah, P.J. Fleck? He's never won anything. But, but Tom, Tom, look at that oh. upbeat attitude, that positive look on life. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Is that what I need? Well, in every year with... With PJ, because when he first started, it was like, okay, I just need time, get my players in. Yeah, and fix right. Them. And you say, understandable. Yeah, yep. He was, it was always year zero and all the gimmicks and stuff. Yeah, and then exactly. the, <laughs> as the years went on, his press conferences and interviews still sound the same. It's always, we're a very young team, we just yep. need time. And it's like, it's at this point, what, seven years in? Like, we should see some sort of results. I'm not saying a national championship, but maybe contending and not getting beat by Northwestern. Northwestern <laughs> like, beat them. And yeah. they blew a 21-point lead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 21-point lead. That's all on the coach. I don't care who's doing what, mm -hmm. who makes mistakes. That is the coach's fault yeah. flat out. Mm -hmm. And they had a running back that carried the ball 31 times. It's mm -hmm. like 
that's an unbelievable workload for a running back in it any is. game. And it's like you can't you don't have anybody else that can take five carries off his plate. He ended up getting hurt in the game. Like you're running your players into the ground. Like right. yeah, just ridiculous. You know, the biggest problem I have with all of this is that over the years, you know, you got the two political parties driving you insane with all their idiotic decisions. And it's on both sides, there's no question about it. So you got away from that by watching sports. And then, of course, you got the this, that, and the other thing. Then all of a sudden, the news media, we're way far right. Oh, we're way far left. And we're going to make you even more uncomfortable. Well, at least I can watch sports. You know, that'll, that'll calm me down. So I, I can't, can't go to the movies either because everything that comes out in the movie theater sucks. Uh, the, did you see the box office for this weekend? Uh-uh. I don't, did anybody break $10 million? I don't think they did. Well, I would assume, and I mean, Chris will probably know better, but isn't there usually like a lull this time of year before like scary movies start coming out for spooky season? Yeah, yeah, they got to be coming out yeah. for spooky season. But, but I mean, the movie, you can't go to the movies anymore. Well, we went and saw that uh, Poirot movie, which was good. I mean, that's mm-hmm. Agatha Christie. You can't go wrong with mm-hmm. that. But The Haunting in Venice one? Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Yeah, you liked that one. I, that one got and great he, reviews, too. Yeah, it did. But, but, I mean, I just, we need sports... To take our focus off this other negative stuff, everybody hating everybody, and oh my God, it's all horrible, and you should be killed. Shut up, for Christ's sake. Why are your, your was your generation so crabby? Yeah. What the hell's wrong with yeah, you people? Brittany. Well, like I told you guys, the solution is be like me, be a, a Chiefs fan. I still can't figure out if I'm What's... a Chief fan or a Chiefs plural. Is it Chief? Or Chiefs. Chiefs. Plural. Chiefs. Do you yep. know what city they're located in? Kansas City. Look at you. Which one, Missouri or Kansas? Missouri. Yeah, listener just guessing <laughs> up a storm over no. there. No. <laughs> hey, it's not a guess if you get it correct. If you get it correct. Do you remember? Do you want to know why I remember that? Didn't Trump? I love that. Trump make some speech yeah, where he's he talking, he confuses the Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, no, I know a lot about Kansas City Chiefs. I know that pa- Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback. Yes. And he's BFFs with... Uh, mother's boy toy, Travis Ooh, Kelsey. Mother's boy toy. Oh, yeah. you refer to Taylor Swift as mother? Yes. Uh, mother. So that is, I mean, that's weird. You know, that's what you guys got to do. Find a team that's good and start liking them. Can't do it. Nope. I'm not a backstabber like you. Spe- right. Speaking of backstabbers, I, <laughs> I was. I've been known, or I thought it was a known thing that Taylor Swift was like a Eagles fan. That's what I yeah. thought. Yeah. They just lost to the Chiefs last year. So now that she's like, yeah. oh, this boy's so cute. Right. Screw you, Philadelphia. I, which is more of a I, power I turn my move. back on you, is uh, what she's You're saying. acting like you've never been in a relationship before. You know how much I have to pretend to care about golf when I talk to Justin? But yeah, but really? that's different. That's you, like... If Justin, and when he tells me like how he does good at IO psychology, I'm always like, like you have to act like you're into the thing you're no that's like if you were on this show and then we're dating another how long have co-star you been... of another show how long first off people do that all the time right but i'm saying like it's like they that do? people no. yes we've good divorce <laughs> Wait, but who did people people have married each other in the industry all the time i didn't know that how oh. the hell would no, i know but i'm that? saying like if it was like like Howard Stern came in and was going at Tom, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go take Howard Stern for a spin. It'd Honestly, be like that kind of backstab. Howard yeah, I could whine good. with him about being woke. Yeah, me and I him. I still can't believe he did that. What a candy ass. One thing you know about me, I'd be sleepy. No, not you. Not <laughs> yeah. you. I don't see that coming at all. But uh, yeah, I mean, 
Howard so, Stern came in, came in hot, looking good. Maybe like, uh, even like young Howard Stern wasn't that cute. Actually, older Howard Stern is cuter than younger Howard Stern. Really? A lot of work done? I just mean like, I just mean like, he was so gangly. Like he looked like he, his basement <laughs> smells weird. <laughs> he looks like a, like, a, a, like a holiday, like a Halloween prop. Totally. Like, a, like, and he was just looked like his studio smelled weird. When yeah, all those Jesus. <laughs> Like warm, you can smell it through the like the computer screen. Yeah, yeah I don't like it. Not Something just occurred to me. What? What's the name? Kelsey Grammer. What is it? Yep. Travis, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Kelsey Grammer. I like it better. We're Travis Kelsey Grammer. How'd you like to be a big shot quarterback in the NFL? And then you go to your girlfriend's house. She goes, "You only make forty million a year. That's it." She's like, "You have to sell out a stadium with your friends. Yeah. That's so funny." I got this one. I'll do it. Don't worry. She's like, "Oh, that's so cute. You guys are playing a little game today." Oh, that's so fun. So, like, all of you get attention during this thing. <laughs> that oh, is cool. So great. She could tell him, you know what? You're wasting your time. I walk on stage. I make as much as you do in a year. Right. I don't know if they're boyfriend and girlfriend. I feel like oh, they're, not. they're just leaning into the vibe. Okay. Yep. And well, having it... fun with it. But I think that like, I don't know. It's too. So she's normally really secretive about who she's dating, and like mm-hmm. it's she dated Joe Alwyn, her last boyfriend, for a long time before we even found out who it was. So I don't feel like her vibe is this, but I think she's just having fun with the whole because yeah. it, it's been a build up yeah. for a couple weeks, yeah. but. Mm-hmm. All right, going into the break, I have to tell you something that uh, your friend, Catherine Brandt, did to me. My friend. Your buddy. Obviously, I'm closer to her than you are, so give it to me. What did she do? So my friend Jerry Grudel's put in the, the golf oh, yeah. Hall of Fame on Friday night. How'd it go? Great. It went phenomenal. <coughs> Everybody great. showed up. It was really, really nice. Right? It was so fun. Then we, Friday night, we got to back together with the Grudels and played a little trivia Friday night. you did that or Saturday? Saturday. Okay. So we Friday went to his deal and then yeah. Saturday went to that deal. Yeah. It was magnificent. But um, so Friday night we're going to go to his induction into the Golf Hall of Fame. And I come upstairs and I'm wearing shorts and tennis shoes because it's, you know, a, just a casual event. Over yeah, it feels the, sporty. It's at a right. golf thing. This guy then goes, you know, we got to go. And I said, yeah, I know. She goes, well, <laughs> when are you going to change? I said, what are you talking about? She goes, well, you can't go like that. I said, I don't know, why not? And there's a long pause. He goes, I never knew I was married to John Fetterman. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, honey. What was she wearing? Oh, she was all dolled up, as usual. (laughs) It is like one of those things where there's so many times my husband comes up, like, ready to go. And I go, that's, that's," because he's a casual guy, too. Is he casual? Yeah. I like casual. Casual Um, And then he'll go, should I? get a shirt with a collar? I'm like, I don't know, maybe pants? <laughs> pants would be good. And it's not like his pants are, like, heavy. They're all Lululemon, that, like, soft material. You know what I mean? They all look oh, like God. fake work pants. They're actually, at any point, you could do a sprint in them, and it'd be fine. So I'm just always like, I don't know. Cover your shins. We're going to a restaurant. Go let's with start, with, let's start with actual shoes. Let's start with yeah. actual shoes. He does have a good shoe game. My husband These, shoes? These are shoes. Yeah, those are shoes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure. That I made it into the club. Looks like you're wearing driving moccasins. (laughs) They're driving moccasins. Yes, exactly. Thank Uh, you. I get it. I get where she's coming from. Your your style. And like, I get where you're coming from too, because you're literally going to a golf. Right. Right. Yep. It's like at a golf place. It's at your club, and it's for golf. But it is a banquet in somebody's really high up moment. I think I would have to say. Let me just. She was in the right this time. 
Yeah, I would. You didn't even see me. How would you know that? You don't think I know exactly. When you tell me the outfit, you don't think I've seen that exact outfit on you? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. We gotta take I a can't break. even. I can't even. What does your mom say? Okay. Picture it. No, I can't. Um, feature it. I can't even feature it in my mind what you would look like that. in shorts and uh, tennis uh. shoes. Okay, see, when I come to work, I come and bring joy with me. You know that, right? Tom, Tom, that's Thomas? Actually, yeah, that's actually what happens when he opens the door to the studio. It's like a rainbow. Of He'll go, joy! Okay. Hey, you want to hear a little uh, little email I got uh, from a friend? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I'd say let's do it. Uh, you know him. I don't know if I should identify that he's out of town or not. I get worried about that. Well, it's too late. Because I already said I was about Don Shelby. Yeah, well, you're so, he's out of town. Yes, he is. Here's his email that he sent, which I thought you guys would really like this. Okay. In Germany, a woman and her husband signed for the trip because she said, you are friends with Tom Bernard. She listens to the podcast every day and reports to me what you've been talking about. Now, this is in <laughs> Germany. Dang, we have a reach. We got a reach, baby. Yeah, guten tag, baby. Pat and Jim Solheide, or, or Solheide, I guess it says here. Uh, Pat and Jim Solheide. Nice folks, but really, I'm 10,000 miles away and I got to talk about you instead of me. <laughs> we appreciate the work she's doing. I love Shelby. Isn't that great, though? He goes yeah. to Germany and runs into listeners to this show. And he still has they, to deal with you. They come up to him and they're like, oh my gosh, are you, are you? And he's like, yes, it's the guy that's on Tom Bernard's show. <laughs> Are you Tom Bernard's friend? Oh, my God. Tom Bernard's friend. Do you know him? What's he like in real life? I love this. You know that I adore Shelby. He's one of my favorite people. You know, honest to God, what's so weird is they always said, oh, Tom's like this and Tom's like that. Literally, I would say about 75% of my friends are very liberal newscasters. Isn't that weird? Uh, yeah, but Don Shelby transcends any sort of anything. Well, so, I mean, look at the anchors we got. And I'm telling you, people do not realize this. But in television news, I would say there might be one or two other markets as good as the Twin Cities, but that's about it. Oh, no, mm -hmm. our, we're very lucky with Phenomenal. local news, yes. which is hilarious. You go somewhere else and you're like, are these puppets? Who's doing this? I know. This? Right. This wild. And I have to explain, you know, they say, oh, so you're from Minneapolis, all those great. Yeah, I know, but... I know what you're going to say about Chris Haggard, but, you know, we got to... We have gotta. to even out the playing field. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He'll be at me. But, yes, thank you very much to the Soul Hides. It's very nice of you to talk to Don Shelby about this show in Germany, which I think is... That <laughs> is... I love Don Shelby. Shelby's one of the great guys in the world. No doubt about it. Oh, yeah. All right, we need to take a break here. We'll be right back in a couple of seconds. Bob Sansevier is coming up a couple of minutes. Right? Yep. That's what we think anyway. Never know with Sandy. He should be calling any minute. He's on the line already. Oh, is oh, he? Cool, okay. Cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll go to break and be right back with, with Sandy. Be wonderful. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. His name is Josh Arnold. Uh, just kind of a little break in the commercial here. Did you guys hear Josh Arnold on with Fancy Ray on the Family Podcast Friday? No, it wasn't no. good. Listen to it. I saw a clip. It is it looks phenomenal. Funny. 
Oh, Josh God. Arnold, along with Fancy Ray, two two great friends of mine. Yeah. They're like, you ain't gonna believe this. It's gonna be unbelievable. Well, let me ask you a question. And they were just <laughs> wonderful. Those it two was, people, like the universe, died a little. Opposite. They should have never met. <laughs> they should have never like, met. It's how true. are they in the same room? So thank you again to Fancy Ray, and I I adore Fancy Ray. You, you know Fancy? Oh yeah, he's performed at the House of Comedy back when Phenomenal. I was there. Fancy Ray McClowney, if you punch a line. And I'm telling you, I know I'm good looking. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> it's like okay, all right, back to Josh Arnold. I uh, got a guy for you. His name is Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. And Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh Arnold now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad you did, and tell him his guy, Tom, sent you. Hi, this is Dr. Brad Schaefer. As a podiatrist, I can tell you no two people's feet are alike, which is why I recommend Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotic Inserts. They're customized for your feet, so you get a unique solution your feet really need. Not just a one-size-fits-all insole. They're clinically proven to provide pain relief for achy feet, knees, lower back, plantar fasciitis, and heels. Take the Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotics Assessment in Walmart today. Now in the foot care aisle. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention, value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. 726, now 26 minutes after 7 o'clock. Bob Sansevier Sports is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bob Sansevier, I don't want to talk sports with you, so shut up. <laughs> why would, okay, why would anyone in Minnesota want to talk sports oh. after the Gophers and the Vikings? They're, you know, at these both these coaches, young guys, supposed to get all these accolades from people, from sycophants. Right. They both did a horrible job. They did. Both of them were terrible. I mean, how do you blow a 31-10 lead in the fourth quarter? I know. That's coaching. And how do you not, how do you not 
have a play that already is that you already have told the quarterback in many many practices and instances. Look, if you can't hear me through the headset, get up there, run the play, or spike the ball. Don't let 24 seconds run off the clock when there's only like 31 seconds left in the game. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> and how do you blow? You just had a fourth and one stop at the 24 of your opponent. That coach, he would have been fired after the game. Yes. Yet, you just blew it and let them win. So, after going, what, 11-0 last year in close games, they're 0-3, and they're 0-3 on the season. And I am sick of hearing people all week, look at Kirk Cousins' numbers. He's so great, it's not him. Well, you know what? (laughs) A quarterback is supposed to. He should have went to the line and spiked the ball. He can't do anything unless he hears the head coach tell him, don't be an automaton, Kirk Cousins. Get up there, take control of the game and the team, and spike the frickin' ball. Bob, let me ask you a question. How bigger, a much bigger gift do you need than them handing you the ball at the 24-yard line with, a what, a minute and a half left? Something like None. That, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen, Bob. That was the dumbest move by a coach I have ever seen. Tom, it was closer to two minutes. And I think the two-minute warning was after that play. Unbelievable. Why would yeah. you do that? Right. They they did their best to let us win the game, yeah. and we still well, were yeah. like, nah, we, we're good. <laughs> we'll pass on the win. It's well, true. you know what? In, in uh, the charge, I think he realized, if we go 0-3, I'm getting fired. So he just took the shot. Yeah. And I will say this. Before the, he ran the play, I said, if he goes for it, I get it. I understand why. But you should be able to get a freaking yard. Do like the you Eagles think. do. You have two guys pushing the quarterback forward to get the yard. Right. But they, and it was a gift to the – and you know what? Afterwards, I, it was so wrong of Kevin O'Connell and Cousins. Well, we couldn't hear. You know, there was too much noise in the stadium. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. a joke. And then the people are explaining, well, you know, you make the noise when the team's on defense, not when it's on offense. No, people were excited. Of course they're going to be screaming. You've got to be prepared for every contingency, and this team isn't. It's, it comes down to coaching and clock management and understanding. 24 seconds yeah. ran off the clock. That is, I mean, that alone made it the worst coach. Even worse than uh, than what the Dolphins did, where they put up seventy points. This was horrible. And even with like trying to blame the crowd noise, most of the time in those situations, you call two plays. You're like, okay, we're gonna run this one on right. fourth down, and then once we get it, we're all gonna get to the line. Here's the second play. Let's go. So there's not any communication. There shouldn't be coming in from the sidelines because yeah, if you get that fourth down, you you should anticipate it being loud. Like you guys expected it to be silent after you get a fourth down to keep right. hope alive. Like it doesn't make any sense. Okay, and Cousins tried to make himself sound heroic. Well, I couldn't hear, so I called the play. Oh yeah, nice play. You threw it in. Well, it wasn't it wasn't completely his fault because the ball went off of his receiver, a charger, and then it got intercepted in the end zone. But still, what do you want? Okay. I don't care if there's 15, and it, you know, if, if they have too many men on the field and there's 15 players surrounding Justin Jefferson, I'm putting the ball to him in the end zone. Yes. Just take my chances. Why are the Vikings so good at blowing up? They're just, they've been my whole life, they've been great at this. You know, Tom, I'm not, I'm, I'm 
I've given Quasi Adapo Mensa and Kevin O'Connell, you know, a chance. Mm-hmm. But you know what? And they seem like they give the appearance of being decent guys. I don't like either one of them. And here's why. <laughs> I love Bob Sandy. Hagen gets basically Bob Hagen survived five or six coaches. You know, Denny Green, Mike Tyson. Right. I mean, right. Childress. He was with the, the every coach until this guy comes in. He's gone. Dennis Ryan, who worked in the equipment room God. back in the 70s as a oh. teenager, he, he didn't leave because he wanted to retire. These guys are pushing everyone out because they have their own vision. Well, you know what? Instead of pushing guys out, how about having a vision on how not to burn 24 seconds off the clock? Yeah, that'd be good. So I, I don't think that this regime is going to last very long. And also, you bring a new guy and two new guys, Every other guy that was there never addressed the offensive line. Either do these guys. No, you're the right. The line is still a problem. I know, Sandy. I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I sit. I try to watch. I watch both games. I watch the Gopher game. Watch the Viking game. They absolutely flat out sucked the whole time. Both of them did. You have a 21 point lead and you lose. What? To Northwestern. To Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Like what? It's not like, hey, we've had a 21-point lead to Ohio State. Yeah, okay, so they come back on you, we get it. Although they never have a 21-point lead over Ohio State. No, it's very true. It was very, very disappointing, Bob. Thank God the Twins are in the playoffs. Uh, Let me ask you a question very quickly about that. Because I've been running around like a madman, so I've, I've tried to watch as much baseball as I could, but I haven't played, yeah. paid attention to the entire you know league and all the rest of it. Is Houston, now I know they're not as good as they used to be, but Houston's still a pretty damn good team, aren't they? Yes. Because it looks like they're going to be our opponent. Is that not correct? We're not sure yeah. yet. but yeah, Well, yeah. It's, it's, <clears throat> but whoever they get in that first round, that's going to be a team that got in as the last wild card. So they're usually hot. They're coming off a hot streak. Together. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, Tom? I've been trying to get behind the Twins, but what they did after they clinched, my God, they were like children. They had the goggles on. They're dancing around. <laughs> the champagne. It's like they had just won their third World Series. Yeah, that's true. I understand. And what, what are you saying. thinking? How about act? Well, I say, how about acting like they've been there before? But they aren't that often. Well, isn't that about on brand though for baseball? Once you win your division, you pop champagne in the. Mm-hmm. You don't act like little children with the goggles. Oh, let's put goggles on because we know we're going to be spraying champagne. Come on. <laughs> I love saying he was got an edge. You know what? All right. I will give him this. Here's the difference between the Twins and the Vikings. These guys were prepared for something, unlike the Vikings who were unprepared and yes. 24 seconds on the clock. It's true, and I know we're going back and forth here, but I do agree with Bob. I, I it, The facts are that if you start 0-3, you got almost no chance of making the playoffs. Three point five percent. Now, 3.5%. that might even be high. Okay, <laughs> that might be high. Yes. <laughs> let me throw this out at you: Who do they play next, and who do they play after that? Game? Oh, Bob. No, so they play Carolina, right? They got them coming up. Yeah. But they got the freaking Chiefs and the 49ers coming up. Oh. The best they can hope to be is one and five after six games. Yeah. That's the best they can hope for. Yeah, and I think, like, if you look at it, and if you even extend it out to, like, the trade deadline, because everybody's concerned if, you know, we keep losing, do we trade Kirk to the Jets? Like, I think by the trade deadline, best case scenario is, like, three wins. 
but which is maybe. week eight. So oh we like God, maybe like we'll be three and five. That's like best case scenario for yep. this team. We're we're doomed. I, I don't think that's. Good. I don't think they're going to be three and five. And get so get rid of them, man. But you get you better get a, a haul for them if you do that. And you know what though, by the trade deadline, the Jets are going to be floundering with one or two wins. So Zach Wilson, this is. It's like the, the Jets are being run by the Vikings front office. How do you not even bring a backup quarterback who can you can just say, okay, you got to go in there and you got to save this for us? Well, Bob, let me ask you this: Do you think he? Do you think Kirk Cousins would waive his no trade uh, no trade clause? Of course he would. You think? Well, yes, because why? Why wouldn't you want to go to if, if they try trading the Jets? The Jets are still believing they're in it. He's going to a team with a superior defense. He's basically getting a. Another, or maybe not quite as good, but a version of Justin Jefferson and Garrett Wilson. He's going back and get Dalvin Cook and his Brees Hall, the best young and one of the better older quarter. And they did nothing against the Patriots. They got crushed. But it'd be crazy not to do it. You know what? Kirk Cousins, for all the stuff we, you know, he looked great in that show that they did. He is about Kirk Cousins and making money. You don't think his opportunities to make money would be much, much bigger in New York if he took that team to a oh, first yeah. guy to take it to a Super Bowl since Joe Namath? Yeah, I think he would make a huge amount of money and have a great chance. And then they're not going to – and if they he did that, they're not going to be caring if Aaron Rodgers comes back. No. That, yeah, I, think they, I think he absolutely would. Do right. you think Aaron Rodgers is going to come back anyway? I think he comes back. His, really? his ego is too big. Well, to, that's like, true. He yeah. was – going to be the savior and then you miss out on that after right. four plays i think he'll be back as long as he's healthy well and that becomes interesting and we're, we're taking it way out by saying oh the Jets are going to make a deal that's what everyone in new york wants mm-hmm. but if you're kirk cousins you have to agree to come to minnesota too because that would have to be part of the deal that you're taking the chance he will play but you also have to say you ain't getting them unless you give us a first round pick because they have to be that desperate to make a move and they probably will be Zach Wilson is one of the worst quarterbacks ever to come out of college, and he just can't do it at this level. <laughs> it's kind of a, a harsh statement. Round, or not a second round, a number two pick in the draft. He's just abysmal. That is a fact. There's no question about it. So, do you yeah, think? I'd like to talk about something good in sports. There's nothing. So, you're going to have to talk about a different town's team then, because we don't <laughs> have hey, much going on. Have you thought of joining? Bob, have you thought of joining me, a Chiefs fan? Well, I, I'm a big Patrick Mahomes fan. I got him in one of my leagues. Of course I love Patrick Okay, Mahomes. cool. Well, that's my advice for you. Yeah, I mean, I, they get yeah, they, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, yet the, and the Vikings, they can't figure anything out. They just keep floundering. Oh, let's not draft an offensive lineman. We'll go get by with the crap that we have. Yep. You're right, Sandy. And it wasn't this regime, but even Justin Jefferson, he slid to them, you know, when they made the pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Philadelphia so, passed on him. Until yeah, that's right. Washington's Reagan. passed on yeah. him. He ended up with what yeah. yesterday? About a buck fifty? Is that yeah. where he ended up? Yeah, he always yeah. ends up about there. He does. It's amazing. You know, when I was watching him yesterday, because there's going to be this, this, you know, this conversation. I, Tom, when we watched Randy, Randy Moss, we knew he was the best receiver the Vikings ever had. Yes. And Yep. You could put him in the conversation. Is he the best ever? You know, Jerry Rice is considered by many, right. but many people say, "Well, if you got to get a guy who has to take the lid off a of defense, it is Moss." 
But people are going to be arguing who's the better receiver, provided Jefferson doesn't get hurt, Jefferson or Moss. The difference is Jefferson runs such great routes. I mean, he gets open. And Moss, you just send him downfield and you know throw it as far as you can, which is why he and Randall Cunningham and Moss's rookie year were so great together. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he would just blow by guys. And, and uh, Cunningham had a great arm. He'd just haul it as far as he can, and Moss would catch it. I do understand. Sandy, another magnificent uh, season we have to get through, huh? Oh, it's got to be a lot. I want to say, help me with the math. 17 minus 3. Yeah, we got 14 more of these dogs to get through. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're in a good mood, Sandy. That's the good thing. Right, but you know what? If you're a Vikings fan, never put yourself in a good mood. No, you're There's right. Something good is, okay, how much more excited at home, in the stadium, could you be? Oh, that idiot coach. Fourth and one from the 24. We're going to kill him. Right. Who felt that they would lose the game? Even I thought they would win. Yep. Boy, was I wrong. You're right, Bob. So, uh, well, we'll talk to you next Monday. <laughs> no, we'll talk to you Friday, right, Sandy? <laughs> no, Friday. Yeah, Friday. Then we, uh, we'll have plenty to – I'm sure there'll be plenty still to bitch about about this team then. <laughs> I think you're right. Thanks, oh, Bob. And, oh, yes. Okay, we'll see. What? He dropped off. Oh, he told us some secret. Driving, you're driving through a tunnel. <laughs> Is it possible to get him a phone that actually works? Uh, it, uh, uh, right. uh, Sound like he was pulled up at like a drive-through window. <laughs> drive-through. I'll, I'll ask him oh next God. week. He'll be on his computer. Could he just get something fixed for Christ's sake? But I love how fired up he was. Oh, like, I love oh, that. Yeah. That's Sandy all the way. Bob Sansevier Sports sponsored by Brad Sean Bryant, personal injury lawyers. MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. That's Michael Bryant at MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. Sandy, we do love our Sandy. There's no question about it. Who doesn't love Bob Sansphere, right? Yeah, right. Okay, now I saw. I, I have not read this. I don't know if it's funny. I don't know if it's mean. I don't know what what it is. But I have to read a story in the Star Tribune where the headline says, "What's up with the Jew belong billboards in the Twin Cities?" Yeah, there. I've seen what? them quite a have bit. Have you really? Yeah. Have not seen them. Where did I see one? Over by, I think it was off 280. It's like brilliant, brilliant. I just want to, I want to make sure I heard this right. Who belongs? Jew belong. That's what it says. Huh. Okay. Let me. I have not seen the story. It could be they're joking. Could be they're pissed off. I don't know. But we're gonna find out what the deal is. Uh, what's up with the Jew belong billboards around the Twin Cities? Lines like Judaism, come for your girlfriend, stay for the lack of hell. <laughs> what? My God, that's a little harsh. A little aggressive. A little aggressive. And it says, Judaism, come for your girlfriend, stay for the lack of hell, free high holidays booklet, and at the bottom it says, Jew belong. What is this? What are they, are they trying to like recruit people to <laughs> join? I like, don't what's... know. Uh, the question posted on Minneapolis Reddit was pretty direct. Can someone please explain this billboard? I saw it on University Avenue. was completely befuddled on what to make of it. The bright pink sign, one of four put up in the city this month, paid for by a New Jersey nonprofit, reads Judaism, come for your girlfriend, stay for the lack of hell. In a smaller font over a large uh, background of flames, it says free high holidays booklet, jewbelong.org. Archie Gutsman, or Gottesman it could be, uh, the group's co-founder, is blaring Jew Belong's provocative slogans on billboards and digital advertising in the Twin Cities and 12 other metro areas in the United States and Canada during this month's Jewish high holidays, of course. 
Some find the signs funny if confusing. Critics call them everything from cringy and misguided to proselytizing and unhelpful. Gottesman, who uh, first made a splash with a sassy marketing for her family's... Oh, it's a woman. Archie is a woman. Oh. Very good. Do belong, Archie. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Gottesman, who first made a splash with sassy marketing for her family's mini storage company, uh, said she knows her latest campaigns are not everyone's cup of tea. I... I'm not offended by that. I mean, I'm, I'm not Jewish, so maybe that's one of the reasons, but <laughs> I, I don't know. Hell, I could use a good laugh, and if you meant to make me laugh, you got me. That yeah. works. Um, still, her goal is to reach the folks she lovingly calls DJs or disengaged Jews, the people who are feeling like I'm Jewish, but I don't really know what this religion has to offer me. Uh, got us some Yeah, I suppose that there's a Jewish... Um, way of life and all the rest of it, something I saw a lot as a little mm -hmm. kid. Yeah. I was very, very, like I said, I, I, I just thank God where I grew up. I, I grew up among Catholics, Jews, black people, Native Americans, Spanish people. I was very, I learned a lot about other things. I learned how to get along with just about everybody. Uh, and most people don't go through that. And they have a really hard time, I think. Maybe once they get to college, it's like, well, wait a minute. Not everyone looks just like me and acts just like me. I consider myself very lucky that I, I grew up that way. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. There's no question about it. I don't know that I'd walk up to any of my friends today and go, like Bo Siegel, hey, how's it going? What's the slogan again? I forgot. Oh, Jew belong. Or you Jew just go belong. up to him and say, Jew belong. Yeah. I'll just go up to Bo Siegel. Hey, Bo, Jew belong. I don't know if I should laugh at that or not. I can't decide. I, well, and I'm confused. Like, it says come for your, like, are they giving out free girlfriends? No, like, I think, where? like, <laughs> I think the idea is, like, your girlfriend gets you there. Like, come for your girlfriend. Like, your girlfriend oh, asks okay. you to go to religion yep. and then stay for the lack of hell. It's just a very confusing thing. I saw it driving. Oh, and you I, did see it. Yeah, I saw the sign and I was like, oh. Okay, like it didn't bug me, it didn't irk me. It was just like a lot to think about while driving. You know how like when you have something where it's like, uh, so then you like find yourself being like, twenty minutes later going, ha, get the joke now. See so, you now one of the great who was it had the great line I can't remember but they were eating at a <laughs> diner, I don't even remember the movie it was in. Those people over there are anti semites. He goes what are you talking about? Didn't you hear what they said? I said no I didn't hear what they said. What what do you mean anti semites? Well. Both of them got involved because one said Jew eat, the other one said no Jew. Oh no! Oh no! But did you? Yeah, you can't. No, you put too much. Did you? Did you? Did you? I don't know. Like I said, I I don't know what that's all about. What's up with the Jew belong billboards? That's weird. Even reading that headline. I also wonder with the money put in, how like my mind always goes to what's your return on investment? Well, yeah. Did. Somebody like me go in and go like, I'm in. Count right. me in. Like, yeah, maybe. They just Shut show up. And up. Take my money. Yeah. yeah. They just show up to what is like a synagogue or wherever, like to the church, and they're yeah. just like, you know, hey, I saw the billboards. We're just, uh, I'm here to. I'm here for the check lack, in for the day. There's the lack no of hell. hell. Right. That's what gets me. Yes, yeah, here for the lack of hell. Hey. They don't have hell. You know what? If it works, it works. Good for I them. Agree. I hope don't they make their money that. back. I gotta be honest with you though, even when I was like four years old, I knew I was never gonna go to hell because there's no such thing. I mean, even at four, he went, that makes no sense. So where is this hell, in the middle of the earth? Well, what about all the other planets? Yeah. 
Right? I mean, what are you talking about? Yeah, Tab got very literal with it, even as a young kid. I did. I, I was don't. like, well, where is it located? If that's true, where is it? You do be acting like a guy who doesn't believe there's hell. I be acting. I said Have what I, I said. Tough acting to acting? Is that what we're talking about tough here? Tough acting to acting. <laughs> Who said that? That was, was very John. That was a commercial. Yeah, and then, well, John Madden made it famous, and yeah. then Frank Caliendo always Frank. did it in his impression. He's like, boom, tough acting, turn acting. <laughs> I think Frank's coming in for both shows today, I hope. I know he's coming too. in for the family show, so I hope he comes in. Uh, he was like the epitome of my childhood, like every Sunday oh, yeah. watching him do his stuff. Phenomenal. Yeah, I hope he comes. I'd like to get him in here for like maybe like about 9.30, from 9.30 to 10. We yeah. can hang out and schmooze, then he can do the family show. I'm hoping he'll do that. I'll, I'll reach out to him. I'm going to just call him up and leave a message just says, you belong, and then hang up. Oh, God, it <laughs> yeah. seems like it's a hate crime. I yeah. don't like it. I don't, <laughs> feel, be like, what? don't feel comfortable <laughs> oh, at all boy. with it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Please don't. Frank, do you belong in the studio at 9.30? Yeah. <laughs> do you belong with me? I don't like it. I don't Could like the these rest jokes. Of the day. I'm confused. I'm lost. Hey, they brought it on themselves. I don't even like saying they at this point. <laughs> yeah, not even they. Yeah, we can't even say they anymore. I'm out. I'm out. Right. It's true. we got to take a break anyway. You've got uh, Kristen Burt coming up in a couple of minutes. You all have helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more, of course. Well, great news. The MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. And for a limited time, you get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. Like any good agent, we're here for the open house, for the closing, for handing over keys. But because we're Realtors, we're here for so much more. Agents who are Realtors volunteer at nearly three times the national average. We're working to broaden access to credit, increase affordable housing supply, and ensure fair housing for all. Realtors are bound by a code of ethics. We're here for it all. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Hi, this is Dr. Brad Schaefer. As a podiatrist, I can tell you no two people's feet are alike, which is why I recommend Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotic Inserts. They're customized for your feet, so you get a unique solution your feet really need. Not just a one-size-fits-all insole. They're clinically proven to provide pain relief for achy feet, knees, lower back, plantar fasciitis, and heels. Take the Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotics Assessment in Walmart today. Now in the foot care aisle. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. <laughs> 